is up, guys? This is Podcast 419, and we are all about unpacking what it means for us to make and send disciples who love and live like Jesus. And in order to do that, we are having conversations about the highs and lows of doing life together. There is no conversation too big, no topic that is off the table. Thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your week. Let's jump into this episode. Hey guys, welcome to Podcast 419. I'm Josh with Brian as always. I'm not Josh. Uh, he is not. And we're we're playing a game called Is John Recording? Mm. It's a the weekly game we get to play where we say it's fun. I don't know. Like it's recording. they can't hear you, you don't have a mic. You stay out of this. Nice. Nice. All that to be said, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure we're good to go. Uh, and excited about this conversation yeah. because we are talking about um, decisions, like, and ha- how do we make decisions? Which I mean, yeah. every day we make decisions. Yeah, like, does John decide to press record, or did you hear about this? So, Mark Zuckerberg, I think it's him. Mm. He wears the same thing every day. Yeah, his entire wardrobe is all sh- the same shirt, all the same pants, because he makes so many decisions in a day. He was trying to take away some of those decisions. Otherwise, he would get overloaded. And so choosing what he wore was one of those things he took out of his life. It's a fun fact for you. So he decided to wear, to the, wear same the same thing every day. <laughs> I think the logic there is flawed, uh, but we can dive into it because we're trying to unpack how do we make wise decisions. Like uh, we're, We have all these choices placed before. Some of them are not these spiritual giant choices either, right? Like yeah. some of them are just like a everyday decision, like clothes. What do I want to eat? Yeah, what do I want to eat? Uh, things, Decisions that aren't going to impact your your life, at least probably won't. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have these these bigger decisions that we have to make on a regular basis. And like, hey, how do we flesh that out? Like, how do I figure out what I'm called to do? Where is God in this? Like, what is my part? Yeah. And one thing I want to go back to what you said was, uh, how do I make the wise decision? Because we can choose... All we to want. not record the podcast. And if I left it up to me all of the time, I most of these decisions wouldn't turn out super love you, great. John. Love you, John. Thank you so much for what you do. Uh, but also understanding that in the realms of ministry that we do, where you're in student ministry and I'm in young adults, True. a lot of these bigger decisions that we're talking about are are the reality for, for those people. Like, what mm. college am I going to go to? Am I going to accept yeah. this job? Am I going to go to school? Am I not? So a lot of what I know I've been having conversations with this as we're recording this towards the summer. And so people are looking at where what's next for me? Where am I going? a lot of them are asking that same question of how do I make these choices and what's the process that I should use to really flush that out, like you said. Yeah, uh, yeah. and to answer that, I, I want to make a distinguishment between two different things mm-hmm. um, because so often uh, someone will like we'll have a decision that we need to make and someone will be like, hey, like, have you prayed about it? And we'll be like, yeah, and th- maybe. Uh, but a lot of times we don't distinguish these two things. So just you thinking about it is not mm. the same as intentionally praying about it. Oh, that's um, good. You thinking about it is you trying to make a plan uh, and you considering your options. You praying about it is taking your options to the Lord and asking him what he would have done. And you can ask him to intercede too. You can can be like, hey, listen, this is what I'd prefer. So like my hands are open. Sure. Uh, because if, if my hands are closed, then I'm not making, my decision's already made. Um, but if I go to him with open hands and say, hey, I would prefer this. I'm going to submit to you, but I would prefer this, Lord. Help this to happen, please. 
Um, well, great. Like I, I'm bringing it to him now. I still need to figure out what the answer is. Yeah. Uh, but that's the the posture that I need to take in that. Yeah. And is that posture wrong though? Because it seems like it can be selfish to say, okay, God, here is what I want. And even if the answer is no, or even if that door gets shut for that decision, is it even wrong for us to say, okay, God, you have control over this, but truly I I want this, like I want this job or I want to move to this city. Is that wrong? So I I think the win is we see this play out for Jesus, right? Where he goes to the father and he says, hey, take this cup from me, uh, but your will be done. Mm-hmm. And so he's saying, hey, listen, I, I, I really don't want this to go down the way that I, I see it heading, um, but I will submit to you if that's what you have for me. If there's there's no other way, if this is what you want, yeah. I will submit. Like God wants us to bring our wants to him, just like I want my daughter to bring her wants to me. Yeah. Like I, I, I love her and I want that for her. And at the same time, some of the things she wants aren't going to be the best things for her. And so sometimes I'll say no. Yeah. Like I, I remember this uh, as a child. I always envisioned and imagined having like ice cream for dinner mm. and just having ice cream all it's the delicious. time was awesome. Yeah. And my parents often said no. Mm. And by often, I don't think I ever had ice cream for dinner. But now that I am an adult, Dude, Josh. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, uh, I'm There's being vulnerable right now. I can see that. You can tell. It's okay. But because of, I'm an adult now, I could buy tons of ice cream. I could eat it for every single meal that Good. I want, but I don't. Now that I have this decision, why? Because they say, Josh, a moment on the lips, but forever on the hips. Have you heard of that? <laughs> have you heard of that? <laughs> a moment on the lips, forever you, you, on the hips. You baited me into that. I did not, I didn't see that it's coming. It's beautiful. But I can That's make good. that choice of saying, okay, I'm going to eat ice cream for dinner anyways. True. But when I was young, it sounded appealing. It sounded great. But if my parents did that, we would need a bigger table. Yeah, and, and maybe not just that, but like also like, there's health and the point isn't ice cream, right? The point sure. is we have a heavenly father who wants us to bring our desires to him and he wants to help us make choices. Now, the reality is sometimes he's going to decide for us. Sometimes he is going to tell us the right decision and ask us to submit to him. And sometimes he's actually going to give us the choice. Like yeah. those are all options. Um, like my daughter will sometimes say, hey, like I'd like to do, like I'd like to read a book or or play a game like what can I do and I'll say hey baby you choose like I I love like both those options that's that's a ton of fun uh and so that's also a reality uh but the catch is we're supposed to bring it to him yeah he's supposed to be directly involved in that and kind of alluding to the episode that we did with mahogany a couple weeks back uh, of the idea that God told me this Mm. there is this thing, like when you're making decisions and you're making choices that a lot of the times I I feel like for me would be easier for God to say, all right, this is what you should do. This is the direction. Like you need to uh, go to this school or you need to not do this. And and by having God directly tell me that it's nice because if things go wrong or if things happen, even if it was my choice, I can put that blame on God and say, okay, well, like, God, you told me to do this. And because now we are financially unstable or now because this is happening, you told me to go. So now it's on you to, like, help me out and, like, to fix this rather than, oh, this is my choice to, like, he's giving me the free will in order to do this. And I'm going to choose which one and, and honor him in either. Does that make sense? Yeah, I th- I think that I, I actually really like that, uh, but not from necessarily the same perspective. So I, r- I really do like 
when God calls, like when we moved to Texas, like God was very clear. Like he is not as clear as he was in all of our decisions, but he was more than clear enough. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, all right, we're going to go. We got here. Things got real bad, um, like really bad. Yeah. And we were able to lean on the fact that, okay, so God has called us here. Like we know he wants us here. Things yeah. are bad. Um, but that doesn't change the call. Sorry, could you say that again? I could say that again. Thank you, Apple phone. Is that is that the Holy Spirit? <laughs> God. <laughs> gotcha. So the whole point of it is we were able to I, I we don't even know what just happened. Uh I'm I was able to and Jenny was able to lean on the fact that we were called and that we were in the position that he had called us to. So when the hardship came and the suffering came, which it did, um, it was not something that caused us to doubt the call. Yeah. Like we knew who had called us. We knew who was trying to interfere with the call and we're going to choose to trust God. Yeah. I, yeah. There's definitely two different sides of it. And I, I want to also jump into the other, the other portion of it, which is kind of the, the choice and, and the free will of it, because hmm. I, I feel like decisions would be a lot easier no matter how they end up. If God was like, Hey, this is the direction you should go. Sure. But what if God is giving you the choice for a certain thing and it's not like an either or is glaring? Like uh, I think about this in terms of young adults, maybe that there is a job Hmm. and you're at a place, you're established, you have good community, but there is also another job opportunity that you could have. You could get paid more money, but it doesn't allow you to work on Sundays. And you, you go to God and you ask and you say, hey, okay, God, I want to make this decision. Like I, I need to say yes or no to one or the other and nothing like really stands out. That's like, okay, well it's either this or it's that. And God has really directed me in one. How do I go about making that decision after that? Yeah. So, so this, this scenario is really similar to my call into ministry, uh, which I think I may have shared on the show before. I think you have. Uh, yeah. I don't rightly know. So mm. uh, the whole point is uh, when I was Diving into the Word, bringing this to God, I had three different options. I could uh, continue uh, becoming a firefighter. I was currently working EMS uh, and preparing to train to be a firefighter, I, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, my unit in the Army National Guard was about to get deployed. Uh, I joined to be deployed, and so that was something that I really wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was this other thing uh, that had been nagging me where people had kept coming up to me saying, hey, you should really consider ministry. And I was like, no, I don't want that. Uh, yeah. But it came up enough where I was like, okay, if I don't investigate this and bring this to the Lord, I'm probably acting in, in disobedience. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I literally, I sat down with him and I'm, I'm not going to give the whole sequence of events because I probably already did this on the show. Uh, but as I was sitting down, I was in Romans 15, 20, and one of the verses really had me caught up. And it, as I was processing through and a couple under other individuals helped, um, it became clear how God has called me to make decisions. And so he has called me not to make decisions. So often we go, okay, so do I go left or do I go right? Like, what's my option over here? What's my option here? But if I'm a NASCAR driver, I'm going to go left because that's what NASCAR drivers do. They are designed to go. I don't even think they know. They're like Zoolander. I don't even think they know how to do it. They don't have that turn right function. The wheel just gets locked. Well, the problem is one of their arms is shorter than the other. Ah. And so they can't can't 
They've just no. accommodated for yeah, it. Yeah, they in just the track. can only go one way. That's awesome. So the point is, based on who they are, determines which direction they go. And so as I was mapping out my options, I was trying to pick the best option that I liked the most. Mm-hmm. And and God had convicted me in that. Of hold on, stop doing that, and look at who I designed you to be. And then based off of who I made you to be, filter then your your choices in which direction you're going to go. Yeah. Uh, and as I do that, like, as I did that. Ministry was the obvious option. It was the one that I literally wanted the least. I cannot tell you how much pushback I had for it. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, it was the one that God had clearly called me to. And like looking back, I'm grateful for the choice sure. uh, that, that he gave me and led me to. Uh, but again, a lot of times the choices that we make should be driven not out of the choices that we have, but out of who he has called us to be. Yeah. And even looking into your story a little bit more, a question I have for you, because you were talking about training to be a firefighter or continuing uh, in the army and being deployed or being in ministry. So obviously you went the ministry route because you're you're listening to a, a church. Whoa, how that happened. Uh, so is that to say that the choice that you picked, being in ministry, hmm. that that is the right choice and that the firefighting and the army, that was the wrong choice and you dodged a bullet by choosing the right one and not going to the other two? I like that question because uh, for me, my answer is going to be different than others. So so I want to be clear. Um, this is based off of how God built me. And I do believe that God had convicted me that my path was supposed to be into ministry. I believe that was a calling that he had placed on my life. Uh, if I had chosen otherwise, it would have, like looking back, would have been fully about my own pride. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I do believe I would be living in sin if I had chosen those options. At the same time, there are going to be times where God gives you the option and he says, hey, I want you to choose. And it's not a sin thing. It's not a how you are built thing. It's a like he loves you and he wants to give you options. Yeah. Um, and so there are times I just I hesitate to say that because I think so often we get it misconstrued and we try to just go, hey, I'm going to go after what I want. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm going to go after what I want. I, I'm going to pick the best option. I'm going to go after that, and I'll pray about it. But I'm going to do what I want, sure, uh, and hope that, like, really, my prayer is about God lining up with my my wants. Yeah. Um. And so that's the tension that I feel in that because that is not actually like open hands is the posture that we need to approach any option that we have. Yeah. Asking God first, and sometimes He'll come back and He'll say, "Hey, I'm going to let you decide, son." Uh, and other times He's going to say, "Hey, this is the best option." And other times He's going to close the door for you. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel that tension right now because uh, this is going to be new news to the the viewers and the listeners. Josh, it's not new for you because uh, part of that is the process that I, I let you in on this conversation sure. and, and this decision. And so uh, this is going to be one of the, the last podcasts that I'm on because uh, in the position that I'm in, uh, as a young adults director, I'm actually going to be stepping down from that position um, in the next couple of weeks. By the time you're watching this, it's probably already happened. Probably happened. Yep. Yeah. Um, but really, the process of it kind of started in January of trying to say, okay, well, where do I see myself in ministry? There's been a lot of things that have happened in my life personally with my health and with my family, and just a lot of different things that were happening in my life that was making it very. There was a lot of weight to bearing the burdens of the people that I'm supposed to steward and care for and shepherd. And it's not that I didn't care for them, um, but there was a lot of burden that I was carrying in my own life. And so it led to these conversations of: Is the season that I'm in right now is is ministry 
for me. And so that was the choice I had to make. Do I stay in ministry in this season or do I step away? And so the first thing that I did was I, I brought it to wisdom. Like I didn't make this decision in a vacuum. I wasn't yep. making it by myself. So I brought it to my spouse. I brought it to you, Josh. I brought it to my supervisor. Um, and that was one of the first things because I didn't want to make this decision and make that choice on my own. And I also brought it to Jesus and I, and I mm-hmm. fasted and I prayed. Yep. And there was a lot of flushing out of this, that it wasn't just my will or what's convenient for me. And so when I brought it to Jesus and I was bringing it to him in my quiet times and I was fasting from things so I could hear his voice clearer. And I said, God, what direction is it? Like, do I stay in this role that I'm in? Um, Do I continue pressing on and just uh, allow you to continue to reform me and shape me and push through this trial or this other option, which was to, to leave this role that I'm in, continue to grow in other aspects so I can continue to fulfill and call what he's called me to do. Do I go that route? And God didn't give me anything, any clear direction of saying, okay, hey, stay in ministry or step away in this season. And I was hoping it would be that. But like you said, he gave me that choice and that free will to say, hey, you're my son and I'm going to give you this choice that you can decide either. Uh, But there's a catch and it's that there's certain things that I have revealed that you need to continue to live in. In whatever direction you go, as long as you can fulfill that, like I believe he's going to honor that. And so like Mm. making and sending disciples, like he's called all of us to that. Amen. Come on. So if whatever I'm doing allows me to do that, that's, you know, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. uh, Another one is being in community. Like Acts two forty six, Josh. It's my favorite that verse. That is like, your verse. They were. You almost named the whole ministry after it. I have it tattooed. I don't have it tattooed. I don't. Stay tuned. But who knows? Who knows? But you know, continue to meet in the homes and worship together, and, and also you know, don't neglect meeting together like we are so privy to doing. That is something that's super important. So if the new position that I'm in um, or where I'm going, if it doesn't allow me to do that, then I'm not living in what God's revealed will is for his people. And as long as I can continue to do those things, I think he's going to honor it. And so it really just came down to the choice, and which is why I brought it to you and brought it to wisdom to help me flesh that out. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think one, the, the win is, Brian, and what I really appreciated is you modeled what we talk about all the time talk about a bringing it to others bringing it to God trying to seek uh, the answer and then uh, and then when you have all that kind of place before you with open hands uh, follow where God's calling or if he's giving you the choice follow where you believe like the best option is for you yeah um, which I think brought you to I wasn't sure if you had spelled out the landing spot and so did you want to walk through that yeah yeah so the landing spot for me. So I'm going to be going back to school. Back I'm, to I'm school, still a young adult. And so I'll be right there in the thick of it with them. Mm. But I'm going back. I'm going to be getting my master's. Um, and the hope is that I, I want to switch into this role of, of teaching, but being more in the young adult realm. So being like a professor, whether it be at a community college, uh, a regular university, like a four-year university, um, that's kind of the transition I'm going. So in the fall, uh, which if you're watching this, this is May of 2022. So this fall will be attending school. Um, but again, making sure I 
obey the things that God has called me to by continuing to be in community, continuing to be in my discipleship relationships and helping those people grow to spiritual maturity, as well as being in this relationship that you and I have where you disciple me and I continue to grow because even though I'm not in the same role or the same position I'm in, there's still things that God has called me to that I I just can't leave. Otherwise, I'd be in disobedience. Yeah, I think that's great. Uh, One thing that I I would want uh, to ask our listeners or really just anybody in our church uh, body, as these transitions happen, because they're they're bound to happen, right? Like it's not just a Brian thing. This is at some point, pretty much everybody is going to go through that transition. Sure. um, In, out, to another church. Like It it happens. It's a part of ministry. Uh, and so if you've got questions on the process that Brian went through or how he came to this decision, uh, my challenge to you, like this is an is not an opportunity for gossip. This is a chance for us to go to the source like yeah. we talk about. And so if you've got questions, Brian is sharing it on the air, mm. uh, but he's also a real human being who will be I'm around. No, I'm not on, just a voice. Yes. I don't just speak. That's right. I'm he's, a human. He's nobody, just voice. No. Uh, so on Sundays, like you're welcome to come up and ask him. He's still going to be around. He's still going to be present. Yep. Uh, because like, like that's how we want to be able to process through this stuff. Like sure. I understand that in any kind of change like this, Brian, there's there's a lot of people affected. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of people really appreciate. I appreciate uh, one your friendship, but two just having you on the sh- like being on really your show. Yeah, it's a blast. And. It uh, is. And getting to do that. A uh, side note on that, like the show must go on. Go on. And so this is mm, not a uh, this is not a like goodbye anthem uh, for the show as much as it is a chance to send Brian uh, to that next place that he's going to be. Yeah, and give the opportunity for someone else to have these awesome discipleship conversations. Mm. That I, I love getting to do, but you know, one of the reasons why I'm also stepping away from this because that was an option is that I, I stay here, I can continue sure. to do the podcast, but a lot of it came from pride for me. And that was also a choice I had to make. Do I want to stay here on the podcast or do I want to go? Um, and if I were to stay, I know for me personally, it would have been from a place of pride and because uh, I got to start this thing, you know, from, from infancy. Yeah. It, was, it was beautiful, it was Josh. Baby. But it would, it would be from pride. So I got to flush that out with Jesus. I, I also brought that to you and just like aired yeah. it out. Like I I've, have a personal conviction that I shouldn't be doing this if I'm not in that role. And it allows someone else to step into that position. And spoiler alert, maybe someone that you've already seen on this show. Dun, dun, dun. Time travel. Oh, not here. No, not no, not yet. Yeah, that's too soon. But yeah, so just being able to build someone else up in that and give someone else that opportunity to, I think is something super cool, but a choice that I also had to make using the same process we've talked about. Mm, come on. So what are, as we kind of land the plane here for people who are making their own decisions, what's kind of a checklist that they can do to help filter through those decisions? Yep. Step one, uh, go to God's word. Uh, and if it is something that goes against a command that he has given us about who we are, for instance, if you are thinking about accepting a job that requires you to lie, well, I would I would reconsider oh, because no. I feel like there's already an answer. Um, and so step one, go to God's word. Like if it is against a command that he has given us or just some of those, those pieces that Brian was talking about of th- those calling or really commands too of like, hey, are you going to be working 80 hours a week so that you cannot have time to make disciples. Yeah, you well, can be in community. I'll tell you right now, then that is not a role that you're called to step into. 
Like that's because we are yeah. called to be disciple makers. Yep. Uh, so often in American culture, it's like that's a brag, and it's like no, 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 hold on, like stop it, like that's not a good thing. Yeah. Um. So step one, go to God's word. Mm-hmm. Step two, wise counsel. Like we have discipling relationships for a reason. Use them. If you don't have one, get one. Uh, we need to bring this stuff to people that we can process through. It's not that it's going to be pretty when you process through. It's not that you're going to have all the right answers or even land in the, 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 the same the perfect spot. spot. Yeah. Uh, it's that you do not need to be, we're not designed to figure this stuff out on our own. Yeah. Uh, and so wise counsel has to be a piece of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we take really those two things, yeah. right, wise counsel and his scripture, scripture kind of being the top of the hierarchy there, yep. um, and we're praying, not thinking, praying mm. about it. I believe that God is faithful and God will either give us the answer or give us permission to make a decision on our own. Yeah. Um, and either way, we're truly not on our own. He's there with us because we have invited him into the situation and that's truly what it's about. Yeah. And it doesn't make those decisions easier. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make that situation or either option, you know, the the best thing in the world. Because right. um, honestly, these these decisions are hard. Like the one that I'm walking through um, is not is not fun. And I'd rather not be making this decision, but by bringing it uh, to scripture and, and being able to seek wisdom and counsel in that, it makes the decisions easier than what it could be if I were making it on my own. Because I, I would never want to do that. That's not... It's true. It's not going to be great. Yep. But yeah, Brian out. Well, no, 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 no. smoke grenade. No, I got, I got two more episodes. Come on, dude. You can't get Come rid of me on. for two more yeah. episodes. That's but right. if you're looking forward to that, leave a comment below. Make sure you <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But no, I, I love being here. I love getting to have these conversations with you, Josh. Like, I think there's so much value. I've heard a lot of good feedback from people, too. And so I'm excited to see it continue and, and see Come where on. it goes because these conversations, they need to be had. Mm. But thank you all so much for watching. Make sure that you like, you subscribe, you review, you do all those awesome things so other people can get in on these conversations because they're important. And we will see you all next week. See you. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Podcast 419. If you want to learn more about us, you can check us out on our website, podcast419.com.